Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting and affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Affiliate Marketing Insider explores the ever-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of one of its most recognized experts. Host Linda Woods leads this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through her own experiences and interviews with other industry experts. It's time to get inside with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Here is your host, Linda Woods. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new show. My name is Linda Woods, and I am the president of Partner Centric, an affiliate marketing firm here in, in Santa Barbara, California. And I am your host for our new show, Affiliate Marketing Insider. I am really excited to be with you today. This is something I've wanted to do for a very long time. Um, I have been in the affiliate marketing business practically since the uh, beginning of time. Uh, I started out many, many years ago, 96, 97, at a small web development firm. And uh, what I found there was that we would design the sites and then people would come back to us and say, but how do I get traffic to my site? And so it was up to me in those early days to just figure it out. There wasn't any uh, books on it or training on it. You just had to figure out what it was all about to bring traffic to a site. And along the way, I stumbled upon affiliate marketing. I fell in love with it. I just really understood the model very well, this whole idea of, of being able to uh, commission one person for a sale that, uh, for, for another person's goods made total sense to me. It's like the second oldest business in the world, if you know what I mean. You know, even in the Stone Age times, I'm sure it was like, hey, you know, if you sell something for me, I'll give you a cut. So that's what affiliate marketing is really all about. And it hasn't changed that much over the years, other than now we have this great thing called the Internet, and that allows us to track these transactions very, very uh, carefully and accurately. So a whole industry has grown up about that, and I'm really proud to be a part of that. Uh, I stepped into the affiliate marketing world in 1999 with a brand new company in those days. Uh, it was brand new. It was called Commission Junction, and they're uh, you know still a leader in the industry. And uh, I worked there for a while, got my start, and then went out on my own as a consultant and um, and and advisor and expert in the industry. I was known in the early days as affiliate goddess, and a lot of people still call me that. So um, bow down to the goddess anytime you want to know about affiliate marketing. And along the way, I've met many, many interesting people. Um, I uh, have been involved in this so long, been to so many conferences, um, been involved with hundreds, if not thousands of companies um, who have developed affiliate marketing. Uh, I love the industry and have met, have met just about everybody who's anybody in it. So it's an exciting time for me to be doing uh, this show and introduce you to some of the very interesting people that are out there and what they're doing and keeping you abreast of, uh, of what some of the um, movers and shakers and thinkers and sh uh, of the world believe about affiliate marketing. So I'm really excited to introduce you today to my very first guest. His name is Chris Hanger. Chris is the Vice President of Affiliate Marketing at Performix DoubleClick, and I am just thrilled to have him uh, here today because Performix is one of the leaders in the industry in the uh, network tracking business. Uh, they have done amazing things over the years. They've been around since the beginning of time as well. Chris has a lot of insights about what is going on in the industry, how Performix 
Phoenix is um, uh, making new innovations in the industry. Um, we have had a chance to talk on, on a number of different occasions, and uh, the, the conversations just, just never stop between us. There's so much to talk about. So I think today what you're going to hear is um, essentially what the power of the, how the balance of power is really shifting in affiliate marketing today. We're going to talk about the trends in 2008, what you can expect, what we hope will happen, what some of the things we see are going on. Um, Chris has some very interesting insights about all of that. And uh, basically just sit back and enjoy. We're going to have a conversation as if he and I were just having a cup of coffee and uh, we've invited you to join us and sit in and listen. So, Chris, hello. How are you? Hi, Linda. It's good to be here today. I'm really glad to have you. Um, so, so, Chris, uh, why don't you set the stage for us? Let's talk a little bit about uh, the trends for 2008. What do you think is really going on? Um, what do you see happening in the future? Uh, what can we expect out of affiliate marketing this year? Well, it's certainly that time of year, early January, when you get asked that question a lot. Um, uh, one of the things that I think, you know, when you step back and, and, and look at the business from a macro perspective, uh, you know, you, you sometimes look at history and what's happened in the past to try and figure out what might happen in the future. One trend that I think that we're always looking at and studying here at Performix is what's the changing landscape of the publisher side of the business? And when I say the publisher side, I mean the affiliate side, the affiliate who are creating these websites to uh, to market and advertise uh, merchant products and offers and, and, and build an audience of consumers to come there and then ultimately buy from uh, the advertiser or the merchant. And, and we, we do see trends in that area. I think it's an important thing to always keep your uh, I attune to. I, I really believe, as affiliate marketing goes, goes you know the affiliate publisher, and and if they're successful, the whole ecosystem between the advertiser, the networks, the you know the consultants, and 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 then ultimately the publisher goes. Um, you know, over time, we've seen people wonder if the demise of affiliate marketing is coming. Uh, and, and I certainly don't believe that, and, and I have many ideas on, on why that's the case. But one interesting twist as it relates to the affiliate publishers is that we do see changes in affiliate publishers. You know, two years ago, three years ago, one of the top five affiliate publishers was a company called Booksmart. Their business has changed. Their business models changed. Their consumer audience uh, is different, and, and they're not a big affiliate publisher anymore. Uh, another mm-hmm. company from several years back was a company called Real Names. Um, Real Names is no longer. They're not here. So affiliate publishers will change, and mm-hmm. some will come and some will go. Um, but the, the, the ecosystem and the different business models within affiliate, affiliates uh, is something that is, is consistent um, in the sense of building an audience and driving traffic to that advertiser. But the, the nuances, the types of specific affiliates and affiliate publishers do change, and, and we expect you know, further change here in 2008. So what you really see then is, uh, is a change in the kinds of business models that publishers use. That's really one of the changing faces of our industry then, um, these, these uh, changing business models. Can you talk to us a little bit about what, what, do, you think, what do you think are the hot trends now in, in, uh, in, in publisher business models? What are some things that are happening now that didn't exist a couple of years ago? Well, I think, I think if you really had to get at the root 
cause of how, of how and why an affiliate publisher is successful. It's their ability to attract a consumer audience. Mm-hmm. And if they have a business model that's built around a benefit or an offer to the consumer, and those consumers get value out of shopping through their site, whether that be a loyalty program that puts miles into your airline mileage program or a, or a contribution to a charity, or you can easily find uh, coupons or offers, or you can do some really interesting price comparisons to get the best product for yourself. If if the affiliate publisher has an audience, and that audience can grow, and in particular can grow organically and not just be reliant on uh, paid advertising, paid marketing to grow your own audience, mm-hmm. then those business models and those specific affiliate publishers will have success. So basically what I love about this is that, you know, it's just like any good business, online or offline, the consumer is really in charge here. You know, it's the consumer that makes the decisions about where they're going to shop. So ultimately what we have is consumers decide where they're going to go. And if if a publisher, if an affiliate publisher is capturing the interest of, of a consumer, then basically that's going to be a successful business model. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. if you said, you know, to your original question, what's a trend? We certainly see affiliate publishers who who treat their role in affiliate marketing as a business, as a big time business, and they are they're organized in a manner to treat it as a business. They're funded in a manner. They, in turn, are putting business plans in place for their success in 2008 in terms of how do they grow, how do they add content and, and, and benefits to consumers to their site? How do they grow right. traffic to their site? How do they, you know, retain those consumers and, and, and give them reasons to come back? And, and those affiliates who make it their business, you know, it's what they do 50 hours a week uh, mm-hmm. and have staffs to do. Those are the guys who drive sales for merchants. Right. And, right. you know, if you looked back two and three and five years ago, um, you know, some affiliates, it, w- it was somewhat of a hobby. It was somewhat, you know, very entrepreneurial, mom and pop to some level. And those affiliates, those small affiliates who really see it as a hobby, mm-hmm. you know, that th- there's less and less of those. And right, the, they the, don't drive the, the big dollars. Who drive the sales, who drive right. the sales that interest merchants. Right, Correct. yeah, because they, they, they're not capturing the interest of the traffic. You can't just throw up a few links anymore and expect to make any money in this. Yeah. The the other thing I wanted to talk to you a little bit, one of the things that I've noticed, and I thought you could talk about this as well, too, is another way that the, the balance of power is, is shifting in the industry is that um, publishers, large publishers, are actually in the driver's seat with merchant advertisers these days. Because they have captured the traffic, they've captured the consumers, then they're in a position to basically lay out what their terms of engagement are, as opposed to the merchant saying, this is how much will pay, take it or leave it. It's sort of shifted around in many ways to the publisher saying, this is, this is what we will take, and this is how we would like to see it structured if we're going to work with you. Yeah, you definitely see some of that. And, and you, know, you know, my encouragement for our industry as a whole to both sides, uh, the advertiser side and the publisher side, is that, is that um, we, we treat these relationships as, as business and professional relationships. And mm-hmm. if an advertiser wants to appear on a publisher site and they, they, they think there are certain terms that work 
within their guidelines and they want to buy advertising or, or be placed on these publisher sites, they may have to pay the going rate that the publisher is, mm-hmm. is expecting to be paid and not what they want to pay. And those right. are market forces. And the advertiser has two choices. They can pay to be there or mm-hmm. they can try and, and, and get sales and consumers from other publisher sites. Mm-hmm. And if they're not there, they recognize if they're not willing to pay, they recognize that their competitors very may well do that. The industry is extremely measurable and trackable. So though those advertisers who paid premium placement to be on on these on these bigger affiliate publisher sites, if if the metrics don't work, those rates will come down. Those premium placements won't be able to command the pricing that it does. But if if it really does move product off shelves, then advertisers have to be willing to accept the fact that they're going to have to pay to get those sales, and it comes down to a, a business decision for them. Well, and and that's really the beauty of of the whole industry is is the sophistication of the um, of the tracking of the metrics that can be um, uh, looked at and analyzed on both sides. You know, on both sides of the fence, the both the advertiser fence and the publisher fence. Um, so uh, to to that end, um, talk to me a little bit about what Performix is is doing uh, to to assist in both sides making money, and uh, what 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 are some of your um, plans for the year and, and tools that you might be rolling out. Or or philosophies that you have that can help people make money in this industry. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and thanks for the opportunity. I mean, some important things on our roadmap this year is 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 th- this concept of facilitating um, ease of use to connect the advertiser to the publisher. We want to save time for publishers. We want to make it easy for publishers to traffic and advertise our merchants' offers, and so. To do that, you'll see investment from our organization into areas around product feeds. Um, we're, we're, we're in the middle of some hardcore development in that area where we're going to be able to make it a lot easier for affiliate publishers to receive product feeds, um, to filter and, and, and select certain aspects of product feeds, um, and, and to be able to just in general merchandise product feeds to a deeper level. Um, mm-hmm. We've had a product out in the market for some time now that we call Orange Links, which is a product that that is a feed-based product of the creative assets that our advertisers have in our system. The view and the belief of this product is that, um, you know, rather than asking publishers to come in and log into our system, they can just subscribe to this feed and receive the feed in an automated fashion and, and, and thus provides, you know, possibly automated on their end to get to receive these assets. And, and we, we kind of believe this is an important philosophical approach that we've taken. I mean, we have over 3,500 publishers who've adopted this feed-based product. This is an easy-to-use product. It doesn't take a lot of time. There's no custom development the publisher has to do into our system to get this. And mm. we think it's a, it's a product that appeals to the masses, to all of our big publishers are subscribed, but also the long tail of our publishers. So if you said to me, what's important, it's a, it's a focus on easy ease of use for publishers, and in particular, uh, ability to deliver feed-based information, to deliver better messaging, communication tools, alerts, and things like that. That's a, that's a critical area we're focused on in 2008. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. One thing that uh, that you mentioned briefly, and we talked a little bit about this on previous occasions, is, um, is, the, is, is what 
is important um, these days to many advertisers <clears throat> that we don't see enough of in the publisher industry, and that's content. Can you talk a little bit about how content plays a role in, in uh, good affiliate marketing? Yeah, I think... You know, content is essential, and the question is, what is the what is the purpose of the content? Is the purpose of the content from a from a publisher perspective um, to make it easy for the consumer to find very compelling um, product and service information about the advertiser to ultimately purchase? And that's the reason for the content being created, and it's something that they're going to keep current and fresh and have the latest updates for. That's right. very powerful content. If the content, you know, and one of the questions we often get asked um, from our advertisers is, boy, I want, I want a lot more niche publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, boy, it'd be great, you know, content around, you know, my, you know, I sell running shoes. Let's get some, con- you know, sites that are running clubs and, and, and things like that. That all, that all uh, on, on the surface seems great. The question is, on those sites where we want to put the, the running shoe merchant, um, are those websites, is the content created for the purposes of driving commerce, or is the content created by an enthusiast or a fan who is just passionate about a subject area? And if the reason the site has been created is because they're passionate about a subject area and it's their 25 or 50 people in their in their network of people who are interested in the subject you know, area, then it might be a great-looking site, and you might want to have you know, your brand associated with the site and advertisements on the site, but it may not drive a lot of sales. It may not move Absolutely. product off the shelf. I get that all the time. Totally, you know, my clients ask me that all the time. I want to talk just a little bit more about this, but we're going to take a short break. Thanks, Chris. Don't go anywhere. More Affiliate Marketing Insider when we return. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. The logical answer is Lunar Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Lunar Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Lunar Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. 
Welcome to Webcology. We have Ken Jarina from EPR. We've started to develop a new breeds of websites that are really harnessing the technology we have behind our keyword research and our market research that allows us to really do extensive data mining of all the keywords and, of course, posting all that information and, and getting some great market research websites that have really great, unique content. Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Get hooked, wrapped, and dished. All week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. We now return to Affiliate Marketing Insider. Once again, here's Linda Woods. So we're back again, and we were talking about uh, content and how important it is. And, and one of the things that, um, that that happens for me all the time with my clients, we manage affiliate programs on a number of different platforms, including Performix. And um, you're absolutely right. What, what advertisers want is more niche players. They, what we all know is that a lot of the top affiliate models, the top publisher models, are the loyalty sites, are the deal and coupon sites, are the shopping comparison sites. Those are all um, excellent business models. They provide a lot of value to consumers, which is one of the reasons why they're successful uh, in that space. Um, one of the things that I, that I wanted to um, uh, talk about to our listeners is this idea of providing niche content. That we're, and that really relates to the long tail, which we can talk about a little bit, too, but most um, advertisers and publishers, uh, ad, I'm sorry, advertiser merchants want sites to be their affiliates who have something to do with what their products are. So you're just dead on about the, the running shoes things, but it, and it applies to virtually every product out there. Merchants are always saying to me, can't we find more affiliate sites that are about what we sell, with articles, with reviews, with you know interesting information that consumers are looking at that ultimately lead them in the direction of, of buying that product. So one of the things that I, I would just like to encourage uh, our listeners out there, if anybody out there is like, well, wow, it sounds like it's impossible to make money anymore unless you're a big, giant company and you have lots of you know, time and, and, and energy and, and resources and capital investment, um, wouldn't you say that this is a great way to actually um, get started in affiliate marketing is to put your thinking cap on and do the hard work, the hard effort of actually developing good content? Yeah, I actually think it's a uh, critically important strategy to focus on the long tail um, and find these niche publishers and find these uh, opportunities for advertisers. The the question that has to be you know determined is the publisher in the is 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 the is the affiliate publisher this niche publisher in the business of affiliate marketing is that their purpose are they trying to drive sales through advertisers and merchants if that's the case and they're thinking about growing their audience they're thinking about better merchandising of the advertisers around their content embedding you know some offers inside the content and doing some really creative things um, that that features the the brand next to their content then they're mm-hmm. likely to be successful if right. they're just you know, one of the questions we always get asked is, you know, web 2.0 publishers or blogging publishers, if they're blogging and, and communicating with their their connections, their friends and, and, and professional networks around topics, and that's the reason for their being is really to, to share information back and forth, but they're not mm-hmm. in the business of e-commerce driving, con, you know, 
driving consumers to e-commerce sites, then they'll probably be small contributors to the advertiser's mm-hmm. affiliate program. So it's it really, the mindset, really. You, the you really got to get the hand raisers to say, hey, I'm an affiliate marketing publisher. Am I out there on the Internet in order to uh, create a business model that can, that can uh, not only support my family but become a viable long-term business? Or yeah. am I out there because I want to share information that I have and, and communicate with, uh, with uh, uh, social networks that, that uh, enhance what I do and what I believe in? Yeah. Both, both, yeah. are ter- both are terrific examples of, of the Internet and the ecosystems within the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one where you're just trying to, you know, be an enthusiast around a subject matter and share information and photos and articles and, you know, have message boards and threads and blog posts and so forth, you, you may not be that big at driving sales. Right, right. Yeah, so you really have to decide. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, well, since we talked about social networks a little bit, let's uh, let's move let's move into that a bit. Um, you know, everybody's talking about social networks; they're all over the place. Um, you know, companies like Facebook have been uh, sold for millions of dollars, and you know, every day we're hearing about uh, the, the number of eyeballs that YouTube has, and you know, a lot of big companies are getting into this and 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 buying them up and and trying to come up with <clears throat> with models that uh, are are financially sound. What, what do you see happening in social networking, and do you think it has a, a play in affiliate marketing? Um, so that so we could probably talk for the rest of the afternoon on this topic, but I'll try <laughs> and distill some thoughts down here. You know, certainly social networks and, and, and this aggregation of audience is extremely powerful. They have a huge audience. They have a huge following. If you look at page views and time spent online and all of those metrics, there's no question that their audiences are valuable. There's no question, ultimately, that advertising models will be formed to, to um, appeal to that audience and, and to monetize that audience. The question is, what is the role within affiliate marketing? And, mm-hmm. and we are here at, at DoubleClick Performance looking at a couple different angles of this. First, we believe strongly that affiliate publishers are very entrepreneurial, very creative, absolutely early adopters of technology, and kind of always on the cutting edge. And there will be select affiliate publishers who figure out how to play within the social network destination sites and drive consumers to advertise their merchant sites and sell things. Mm-hmm. We are already working with several of them. We've integrated um, technically with several of them, and we believe that they will uh, have some viability in 2008 and, and start to drive sales. To date, there hasn't been a tremendous amount of volume coming from that segment of affiliate publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that it's we're, you know, we're going to watch. Point. People we're are playing with the model to see with. what's going to work. Yeah. Now, the other aspect of social network sites, and, and, and when you talk about the big ones, the Facebooks and the MySpaces, um, you know, and, and, and the YouTubes and the, and the Twitters and, and, and all of those, you, you also know that advertiser needs may be different than classic affiliate marketing. It may just not be about um, driving e-commerce activity on performance-based pricing measured to an ROI. There absolutely Mm -hmm. may be a brand awareness component. There may be a brand association component. It kind of goes to the purchase funnel. Um, where does where does social networking fit in the purchase funnel? Is it a is a part of awareness and consideration and less and less so purchase intent? 
And in that case, the types of, of advertising products that the, that the social networks will provide and the needs of advertisers to manage those programs may be different. And Performix mm-hmm. has a digital consulting practice that we will work with advertisers directly on to try and help uh, meet their needs as we all try to figure out the, the advertising and, and, and monetization models that are going to be there on these social networking sites. Right, right. Um, it, it's almost like the, the um, an older media uh, play um, in the way that television has worked for so many years. It, 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 because it's impossible to track what happens on TV, most of your brands are using you know adver- advertising on television for brand awareness and for you know bringing attention to their brand. And, and it sounds like that may be uh, the the more subtle method that's being employed here in the social networks and, and not a, a true affiliate model where a click takes you to a site to buy and then they're compensated. Yeah. You know, and yeah. the question is, you know, let's, you know, I feel to some level I'm being simplistic here, but I think it really does come down to what's the purpose of the consumer in that 20 minutes that they're investing while they're on Facebook at that particular time? Is it right. to share photos, read stories, you know, swap instant messages and just stay connected? Or mm-hmm. is it really around... I'm looking for a product. I'm ready to buy. It's very convenient for me to buy online instead of having to drive to the mall. I'm ready Mm -hmm. to go, and I'm looking for information for what my friends say, and I'm ready to buy. When I'm on those sites, I'm, I am personally not um, in a buying mode. I'm in a connecting mode. And so maybe, maybe there isn't the kind of uh, business model that's directly related to commerce that, that, we, you know, that we typically see in our particular industry. And I think that's really what's yet to, to shake out here is, 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 it, is it right for this business model? Because if it's not, the consumer is the one who's in the driver's seat. If they would rather, you know, um, send uh, virtual bottles of beer and have um, and play Scrabble <laughs> online and share pictures, then, you know, they don't care about buying anything. Chris, this is just fascinating, and I think you're right about the fact that we could talk about this all day long. So what I'm going to do here is um, you had a couple of points that you wanted to make about social networking, but I think we're going to end here, and we're going to talk about that on our next show since the topic is um, really one of the most important things that, that's going on in our uh, business today is how social networking really impacts e-commerce. And I think you've got some great uh, thoughts on it. I had a couple things I wanted to share as well. So we will leave our listeners uh, hanging with uh, with the, the social networking topic and we will uh, we'll pick up next time i want to thank chris hanger from performix double click for being my guest today and thank you all for listening to my first show i hope it's been interesting we are going to have affiliate marketing insider every thursday it's 10 a.m pacific and 1 p.m eastern you can find it at webmaster radio and you can find out a little bit more about me and chris and we will talk to you next week thanks so much chris <laughs>